1: You got to love it when the globalists tell you right to your face exactly what they're planning to do. Uh, This is coming from Zero Hedge. It says, CNN analysts suggest inflation is needed to achieve green agenda. Oh, yeah, that's that's what this is all about. Social credit score, green agenda, carbon tax. That's what this is all about, and they're openly saying it. So, you know, as much crap as we give um, some of these alternative media people, you know, one thing we have to say is that without them, you know, whether they're deep state agents or operatives, one thing we can say is that without them, a lot of us would not know what we know now. And I'm not even going to go into a long spiel. I'm going to get into this article here. But um, Zero Hedge, as we, it says, as we have covered in the past here on Zero Hedge, the inflation, stagflation crisis is immensely damaging to the average person, with the threat of poverty and food shortages hanging over the majority of the population. But there are some people out there who see the crisis as a boon um, specifically for the green agenda and carbon taxation. Now, I've been saying this for, since I can remember, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, at the pandemic, one of the things that I looked at was um, the whole stay-at-home thing was preparing people or um, prepping their mind pre-programming, getting people used to the idea of not traveling. Stay home. Remember what the pandemic was, what it was like? Stay home. Stay at home. You know, just work. Stay home. Stay safe. They don't want people to travel. They don't want you going out out and about. And mainly they don't want human contact. You know, when I catch the, the train, in the in the d c area I see this these um signs that say um touchless something it's like a contactless um card like you don't you don't use your card anymore you just use your your smartphone right to to enter the into the subway so i'm Everything is about contactless human- you no know, uh not making contact with humans um if they had it their way, we wouldn't even talk to each other at all because information travels, and how can you share information if you don't speak? That's why they want to silence your voice so this this is leading into their perfect world for the for the globalists where human beings don't speak, we're carbon taxed. Um, And um, we just, the only news we get is from mainstream media. This is their agenda. Um, It says CNN economic analyst Raina Farore. Man, these people in their damn names, man. I swear to God. Piss pissed me off with these goddamn names. Excuse me. Says, follows the bizarre line of thinking in an interview with the Ezra Klein show. Thank you. Finally, a name I can pronounce. Suggesting that inflation is needed in order to pave the way for a carbon credit based economy. And notice all these people got these weird ass names. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, CNN economy, economic analyst, Raina whatever, follows the bizarre line of thinking in an interview with the Ezra Klein show suggesting that inflation is needed in order to pave the way for a carbon credit based economy. There you go. That's the whole shebang. That's what this is all about. That's what their goal is. End game. Point blank. Period. They don't give a damn about anything. And I figured this out later on as they were pushing the, the pop shot, you know, the jabby jab, right? And <clears throat> when they were pushing that, I kept saying, There's more to this. This is so ridiculous. There's more to this. And I I was like, what is their real end game? And and you know what it is? Honestly, yes is Population control, yes, but also carbon taxation. Social credit score is just as important to them as population control. Both are just as important as the other. Um, They, the, the, um, Chinese, matter of fact, are facing a situation where, um, damn, I wish I had the article on me. They aren't able to enter certain enter shops um or get food if their credit score is low. You know, they're they're um they're supposed to have this phone on them at all times and if this app blinks red then they're not able to purchase anything it's like a a um a virus tracking app i'm not going to say the word but you know what virus we're talking about if it and if it blinks red they have to go into full quarantine like period no questions no nothing even if they were just in The area of someone that may have had it, you know, they got to go into quarantine. All right, so this is the the world that these people want to build. Okay, and they're saying it openly. They're talking about this stuff openly. Social credit score, um, track and trace, and the Pentagon... For the thousandth time I'm gonna say it again, the Pentagon, please, you people have to go look up this video, the Pentagon in early twenty twenty one either it was either January or February, while everyone was talking about this stupid ass January the sixth crap, the Pentagon openly said um in it was on uh what was it on sixty minutes that they have a health monitor that they want to implant inside of you and it can monitor your health. So this is all just the beginning, okay? They are pushing forward to Agenda 2030 um, and it's just 2022, but I promise you they are going full speed ahead. That's the crazy part. It's just 2022. Can you imagine what 2024, 2025, forget about it, what they're going to be trying to do? If people don't start pushing back now on it, man, this thing is over. It says here, um, um, matter of fact, let me go back because this, uh, Economic analyst Raina Ferrara, she made this argument here saying this is something, this is a quote, looks like, yeah, says this is something that I think unfortunately no politician, particularly the Democrats right now in advance of midterms for a presidential election want to land on, which is something of the transitions to a kinder, gentler, I believe more stable, and timely." Excuse me, and ultimately, I said untimely, and ultimately more resilient um resilient economy are going to be <clears throat> inflationary in the short term short to mid me- uh medium term It says what's the cost of something if you actually have a real price on carbon, and then you have. To tally how much it costs to tote it over tens of thousands of miles from the South China Seas, what's the cost if you have proper environmental and labor labor standards? This is the conversation happening right now, and once you start pricing all all those costs in, and you start really thinking of the economy in a different way, then yeah. It is certainly inflationary. I says Fahora, Farora, Farora, however you say this chick's name, then called on the U.S. and Europe to put a price on carbon. These people are right out in the open. They're not hiding a damn thing. They're not hiding anything. You know how arrogant and bold these people are now? They're not hiding anything. It's just like this ass, excuse me, this a-hole, Justin Trudeau, when he said, um, you know, he would like to be a dictator. Yeah, you know, he wasn't lying. He said it jokingly, but he was dead ass serious. These people are, are arrogant as hell. Says, um... The analyst follows a relatively uh, new trend among the political left and globalists in seeking to just uh, seeking to justify the extensive price um, inflation as it says it as a means to an end, the greater good. That's what they're calling this: the greater good. You know, sacrifice for the greater good. Um, inflation is good. High gas prices is good. And you know, they're making this. Justification saying, well, yeah, gas prices are high, but look, less carbon emission and less less people traveling. That's what they were saying during the pandemic. There's less people out and about right while they fly around on their private jets. Okay. Um, It says, uh, yeah, the greater good being the induction of Green New Deal-style legislation. Some propagandists in the media claim that the inflationary crisis is an opportunity. Ooh, an opportunity. You see how they do this? See how they word things? While others try to claim that climate change is a direct cause of inflation, that's going to be the other one. You know, if we don't do something about the climate, if we don't start taxing people just for walking outside, then, you know, problem, reaction, solution, that's how they play their game. Um, While others try to claim that climate change is the direct cause of inflation, and if we don't accept carbon taxation, then we will continue to suffer under an inflationary collapse. So, these people are moving full throttle. Um, They're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even trying to pretend like they're not globalists anymore. Um, The days of them, of these people, the days of the no, that's just a conspiracy theory. That's over now. They're just flat out saying, Yeah, we're going to do it, and it's for your own good. See, they flipped it, they flipped the narrative, they flipped the script. Is you're crazy if you don't want this. Who doesn't want to be carbon taxed? Who doesn't want high gas prices? Who you see, everything is flipped upside down. I've been saying this ever since 2020. I say, yo, I'm in bizarro world. These people are freaking nuts. Now, I'm talking about the average American citizen, too. They're so stupid. They just, they just want to be entertained. That's all. Will Smith smacks Chris Rock. Headlines everywhere. People chiming in. Who gives a damn? Joe Rogan farts. Who cares? You, you tell them, hey, do you notice you're about to be carbon taxed? Your every move will be tracked and traced. You will lose freedom of speech. Forget about the right to bear arms. They're coming after that hard body. But just your freedom of speech. And eventually your, your, your right to a fair trial. You tell them that, and they're just like, huh, duh. But ask them about their opinion on Will Smith versus Chris Rock. I bet you they have a lot to say. Stupidity, man. The dumbing down of America was very important to the globalist elites. People are really stupid. To the point where they actually love their stupidity. They laugh at intelligent people. People that that actually think, intellectuals, that's like a joke to them. But be a moron, be stupid. Say stupid shit, excuse me. Say stupid stuff out of your mouth and they'll love you and embrace you. It's almost like they hate intelligence. Like, they hate it. Like, they despise it. People have been trained to condition that way. And this has been the globalist elite's main weapon. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. It's not called that for nothing. You see these people walk around, la, 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 la. But everything's la, 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 la to them because they're stupid. They don't know their whole world's about to collapse. (laughs) They don't know that there's people that's trying to eliminate their grandparents and their parents and cause them to be wiped out of this planet early. They don't know that. They have no idea. They don't know. They have no idea. They don't know what's going to happen once the right to bear arms is taken away. If they ever try it or if they're able to succeed, not saying they will because I know I can hear people, now. they'll never be able to. I'm saying if they ever were to succeed at that, they don't know that the only reason why they have what's called f- somewhat freedom in this country is because of the right to bear arms. You take the guns away, it's over. It's game over. First thing you do as a police officer, you go into a house, first thing you do is make the person disarmed. The the criminal or the suspect, you make that person disarmed. You f- tell them, freeze. Drop your weapons, or if you have any weapons drop them, lay them on the floor, kick it to me. Then you take their weapon, and then you go make the arrest. So the the plot is to disarm America and then go in and make the arrest. But who are they arresting? Well, go ask China. Go ask China. Their citizens have no rights whatsoever. It's horrible, man. It was absolutely horrible. But that's what we're we're heading to. We're really on a road to tyranny. And you can see with uh, PayPal shutting down accounts. Um, people were looking to crypto as a way to get around you know, the banking system, you know, but now you see the, the, the crypto crash, right? So they've shown you that they can manipulate that at any moment and just, the bottom can fall out. At any moment, this can happen. At any moment. So I never trusted the digital, um, the the, the crypto currencies anyway. I never trusted it because I always knew that, you know, they can manipulate it just like they do the market. They can crash that thing in a heartbeat. Cash is king. It's not called that for nothing. Well, you might say, well, the dollar's not worth anything. It's worth something. <laughs> you know, I know with inflation, yeah, I understand. I get it. You know, especially hyperinflation. I get it. I get what people are saying but that digital currency man i just I, I don't know man that just it seems like a a way to lead people into the um b system you know the next phase the b system where you're going to have to implant something and you will scan your damn wrist scan your hand and your forehead that's what it sounds like to me. Go watch the movie In Time with uh Justin Timberlake. In Time, you know, they had some kind of timer in their wrist. Or in their what was it on their forearm? I can't remember. But anyway, I believe it was on their forearm. But it was Like this big green digital clock and time was constantly ticking down. And time was money in that movie. And once your time has run out, that's it. You die. You drop dead. Like just like that. Boom. You just drop. They don't make movies like this for nothing. They're telling you what their plans are. They want to be able to control when you live and die. These people are not playing. It's not just something you sit back and watch. I don't know, Alex Jones or David Icke or whoever you want to watch. You know, and and think about, oh, you know, sometime in the future down the road. Yeah, the future is now. They were talking about doing this 20, 30, 40 years ago, plus. And now you see it. We are the future, (laughs) right? There's no more, oh, in the near future. No, this is the time. They're moving full speed ahead with their agenda. Anytime they get to the place where they're not even calling what they were calling the conspiracy theories, they're not even calling it that anymore. They're just flat out telling you this is exactly what they're going to do. We, remember back when carbon taxation was a conspiracy theory? I remember. They're not calling it that anymore. They're saying we need a carbon tax, and it's for your own good. See, they flipped the sto- the, the script. They flipped it. And went from, oh, no one's going to do that, that's an Alex Jones crazy conspiracy theory, to now, yeah, we are going to carbon tax you, and it's better for you and the environment. You see how far they've come? Now, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it and say, well, they're arrogant because they feel like they've won, or you can look at it and say they're doing it out of desperation. Time will tell. Could be a little bit of both. Maybe they are losing and they know that they're losing and they're desperate and this is like the Hail Mary pass is to try to convince people that their globalist agenda, their, their agenda 2030, is what's best for people to convince people to go along with it. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I don't know, but I've... I've seen them take some major losses, man. I've seen people push back. But I've also seen them take major steps forward. So we're at a real crossroads right now. Okay? You got to keep your eyes open and um, be on the lookout, be on the watch, man, and... Now it's not the time, <laughs> you know, to we trying to live lavish. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We have no idea. At any moment, we could have a blackout. At any moment, there could be a major false flag like 2001 style and shut everything down. It could happen at any moment. we don't even know if we're going to see the midterms all right so anyway not to be a doomsday um prophet here or or be that guy but i'm just saying there's a lot of things to look out for um i don't know man i don't know it just it just to me i have this feeling in my gut that between august and october i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong maybe maybe they may be planning to do it and it may get uh you know it may get shut down i don't know I don't know who's doing what behind the scenes, but I feel like something is coming. And you have uh, this group called Jane, <clears throat> Jane, Jane's Revenge, that is threatening to use violence in the Roe versus Wade decision from the Supreme Court. So you got that also. And they've already um, firebombed a facility, a a pro-life facility. I believe it was in, it may have been in Wisconsin. I can't remember. I've reported on it. Man, so much has happened, I can't remember. But yeah, it was a pro-life facility. facility, um, I think it was, oh, it was called Compass Care. Pro-life facility for um emergency pregnancies or something like that. Like but anyways, um this <clears throat> abortion terrorist group, this pro abortion terrorist group called Jane's Revenge. They've been known to firebomb before and and um there's information coming out that they they are threatening violence as soon as the Supreme Court makes their decision. And you can see that the left is basically telling. They're telling these pro-abortion psychos to go out there and um, cause havoc, raise havoc, raise hell. So, you know, a lot's getting ready to go down, man a lot of things are happening and it's happening very fast. No more looking into the future. The future is right now. A bit of interesting news here coming from the Gateway Pundit and other sources. Lysane Maxwell trying to use Clinton Connection to get lower sentence. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, As you know who Lysane Maxwell is, the former child trafficker, uh, former girlfriend of what we (laughs) believe is the now deceased Jeffrey Epstein. But she's trying to use her connection to Clinton world to get a lower or lighter sentence. Again, it's coming from the Gateway Pundit and says Lysane Maxwell is trying to use her tied to to the Clinton Foundation to get only four years for trafficking underage girls. She even said she helped launch the Clinton Global Initiative. So that's interesting because how is this going to play out? How is this going to play out? Because now, now the Clintons are being mentioned alongside of Glisane Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. And I'm pretty sure they want nothing. They want to stay as far away from her and her supposedly deceased ex-boyfriend. They do not want their names mentioned with those two. So I just think that that's kind of interesting um, you know for you people that believe that there's some kind of operations thing operation going on or whatever there there you go that could be some kind of uh I don't know there could be some kind of tie in there there might be something to look at but i I do think that that's very very interesting and and she you know, I, I hate to say this, but I'm hoping she's very well protected. I know people might say, well, why would you want her to be protected? Well, we know what the Clintons are good for. You know, people disappear when they get on the Clintons' bad side. Right? It's not called Arkansas for a reason. For no reason, excuse me. All right? So it says here, um, Lassane Maxwell used her connections to Bill Clinton in an effort to get herself a lower sentence for trafficking underage girls for Jeffrey Epstein, the disgraced socialite pointed to her former—excuse me—pointed to her. I think she means Hillary Clinton for for the former president's um philanthropic um endeavors endeavors. Um, three times. Oh, damn, I can't talk again. Three times as she argued she should serve just four years in jail at her sentencing on June um, 28th. So that's going to be interesting because I'm I'm looking at this and I'm going. Uh. What is she about to drop? And how could this connect and how could this play out? You know? You never know. Again, I don't know what the hell is going on in the background. It seems to be a lot of pump faking. A lot of uh there's a lot of uh people playing different parts. People playing like they're uh I guess you can say but you the Patriots and then they're really not. There's a lot of that going on, right? Not to get all, you know, letter 17-y, but I do think it it is strange that she would use Clinton, Clinton world, not just Clinton, but Clinton world, to try to get a lighter sentence. What will this lead to? Because we all know that that is the talk amongst the people in the know is this connection with the Clintons Epstein and everything else. So the fact that she's now willing to use Clinton's name, what else is she willing to do to get a lighter sentence? I'm pretty sure she's willing to just drop or types of information. You know, when your life is on the line and she's no young woman, she doesn't have much time and she does, She can't afford to serve all of that time in jail. Um, it says Maxwell claimed that helping launch the Clinton Global Initiative, CGI, um, demonstrated She has a desire to do good in the world. So, you know, we'll see. Says Maxwell is 60 years old, will be sentenced next Monday after she was found guilty of trafficking and sexually abusing underage girls last December. Jeffrey Epstein and the Maxwell's connection to the Clintons have been well documented. Uh, Says Epstein visited. The Clinton White House, at least 17 times, there goes that number. So, if you're in the know, you're in the know. I think that's interesting. Um, Let's see. um, Then they go into the visitors' logs and everything else connecting Clinton. and, And that's all fine and dandy. Everyone that's in the know already knows these things. What I'm curious is to see is how, how does this tie in? Will this lead to anything? I know people are probably listening right now saying nothing's going to happen. Nothing ever happens. I don't know. That's why I'm bringing it up because I really don't know. I don't know if there's a real sting operation going on here. Um, I know how sting operations work. I know that they take time. I know that the, the most one of the most important pieces to an operation, a sting operation, is getting people to cooperate in the background, people that are connected, people that are, that are involved, and that could take time. And we're all impatient. I'm very impatient. I'll tell you that up front. I'm a very impatient person. But I just find it interesting that all of a sudden, out of all the people she could name, she could have named a lot of people. Epstein and Maxwell had connections to a lot of people. Of all the people to name, she drops Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. You get what I'm saying? It's not like she just... She could have used any charity organization. I'm pretty sure they were involved in charity organizations because they usually use that as a cover. That's normally their cover. Charity, right? But the fact that she dropped... She dropped um, the Clintons. (laughs) And who are the, the White Hats supposed to be looking at? The Clintons. I don't know. I just, I find it, you know, a little something here and there, you know. So we'll see. We'll see what this really leads to. So the globalists are using China as their test dummy for their new world order. System. Um, this is coming from Technocracy. Dot News. Says Chinese city turns CV nineteen app into digital handcuffs for bank protesters. So they're basically freezing their accounts if they protest. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? Isn't that what happened in Canada? Right. Uh, So let me get this article here from technocracy.news says whatever tools of repression is close at hand will suffice for technocrat purposes. In this case, the, the CV19 tracking app is being weaponized to suppress protesters who are protesting to get their rightfully owned bank deposits back. Thus far, depositors have been cut off from $39.8 billion yuan. yuan um, according to the article. It says, it's, this is a quote here. Uh it says, it's so scary, one user wrote, if the health code is abused, it could uh it could be putting digital handcuffs on us. everyone will become a prisoner from now on and could be stopped anywhere anytime all right end quote so they're they're able to use this tracking device in China to cut off uh their banking accounts freeze their assets and these these people can be stopped at any moment says so the chinese regime is using the cv19 control measures to stop depositors whose savings were frozen by rural 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 banks from protesting uh, this is so critical because you must understand that the deep state uses China. Okay. that That is their test dummy. That is their hub. That is their model for their agenda 2030 new world order rollout it says several, pro, uh, excuse me, Several depositors told the Epoch Times on June 14th that the health code on their CV19 app turned red as soon as they scanned venue barcodes at Zhengzhou, wow. uh, however you say it. The pro, um says the capital city of central China's Henan province says a, a red health code indicating a potential cv19 patient means the carrier oh wow this is says means that the <clears throat> that the carrier is barred access to all public places from public toilets to shops to train stations and faces mandatory 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 make sure we highlight that mandatory quarantine and centralized isolation centers. This is... I'm looking at this in many different ways, right? One way I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, this is what they want to do in the future but they wish they could do it now. That's the other way that I'm looking at it. And I'm going, how much were we able to stop them from bringing bringing that here? Because they were pushing for this hardcore, hard body in 2020, 2021. Now, I know that they're not giving up. I know that there's no way in hell that the globalist elites came this far with their agenda and they're going to stop. But I'm, I'm thinking to myself, at the same time, how much damage did the public awakening do to the deep state? And this is the first time I've really said anything positive like this in a while because I'm I'm looking at China, right? I'm looking at what's going on over there, and I'm looking at the U.S., and I'm like, as bad as it is here, it's nothing like what's going on over there. You know, you still have people stuck on stupid here. But people are now walking around with no masks. People are now not even talking about the damn pop shot, you know, the the vax. They're not even talking about the jabby jab anymore. That's like a dead issue. And the the deep state has been forced to talk about January the 6th, and no no one gives a damn about that. No one cares about that. They can't get anybody to watch that crap. They watched the first night, and that was because they had it on prime time for every uh, every major network. CNN's numbers are just atrocious to the point where the new owner or the new head uh, man in charge over there is telling them, look, we're going to get rid of some of you people if you don't figure out a way to report some real news. Okay? Um, so anyway, getting back to what I was saying, yes, there's a lot of stupid Americans. <laughs> Trust me, there's a lot of stupid people here. But how much did the Great Awakening... God, I hate saying that, but okay, whatever. The Great Awakening... How much did that really dwarf their plans to take over America? You know, it's just something to think about. It's just something to think about because China is to a point where, I mean, these people are forced. They're still forced quarantining. They're still living life actually worse than 2020 in certain areas, certain locations in China. We're not dealing with that here. And it makes me think to myself, I don't want to say who's winning, you know, because it's an ongoing battle, but damn. But the scary part is, is that... um. We know that they're not going to stop. So what do I always say? Expect a false flag. I'm always thinking that. I'm always thinking that to myself. They're going to do something major. And we've seen a few of those, the mass shootings. But even that was a major flop. You know, people cared about it for like a week, and then it was like, maybe it's just me. I I don't know but um these health codes that flash red and force you into quarantine mandatory quarantine and isolation isolation uh centers and you know shutting down your bank accounts if you protest and all of that do you think they're going to be able to pull that off here in the U.S.? What do you think would happen? You know? Just curious, you know, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think would happen if they tried that mess here in the United States? I don't think it would take long for for it to really go up in flames, honestly. Um... Uh, getting back to this article here, again, this is from, um, make sure I got it, technocracy.news, all right? Um, it says here, there are among tens of thousands of bank depositors who have fought to recover their savings for more than two months. The crisis started in April when at least four lenders in um Henan froze cash withdrawals, citing internal system upgrades, but customers said neither these banks nor officials have since offered any information on why or how long the process would take prompting angry protests outside the office of the banking regulator in Xingzhou. Um, I think that's how you say it. That was in May. It says an estimated 1 million customers were, were reportedly affected, which has left many residents' life savings at stake and patients unable to pay for regular medical care. Wow. Wow. So anyway, they're they're planning another. They were planning a um, another protest. This is a an article from okay June twentieth. Um, but anyway, this is um this is a it's a nice article here. Nice piece here from technocracy news. Wow, I can't speak today, but um. It's a nice article here, and um, I know for damn sure, I remember 2020 when Deep State operatives, their minions were openly saying that they're going to have this track and trace app, and everyone's going to have to take it, everyone's going to have to use it, and they, you're going to have to be tracked and trace your every movement that was supposed to have been, by the end of 2021, we were all supposed to have been in a situation where we must have our phones on us like they are in China. We must have our phones on us. And everywhere we go, you know, we must, Uh, I guess, you know, use a little stupid QR code, right? What happened to that? That was supposed to be here in the United States. I remember them openly saying this. I remember reading it in NBC News and many other places. We forget what 2020 was like. But it makes me wonder, what does the deep state have up their sleeve? Because I know for damn sure Agenda 2030... Did not just drop just like that. No way in hell. I'm pretty sure they've gone back to the drawing board and they're cooking up something as we speak. All right, so now we have facial recognition being promoted again in Florida of all places. Can you believe it? Florida This is this is from um, govtech.com It says hundreds of Florida police departments participate in a statewide facial recognition program Uh the city of Boca Rat- Raton is letting its police force participate in a statewide facial recognition program joining hundreds of communities in Florida employing the controversial crime fighting technology now now you see why they allow they are allowing these criminals to roam free all right uh problem reaction solution They create the problem. People react to it. Then the same people that created the problem come to you with the solution. So they want crime to rise to an all-time high. That way they can come in with their facial recognition, their drones as New York Mayor. uh, Was it Eric Adams? Forget his name. The idiot over there. But anyway, um, that's what they're doing you know, allow crime to just rise to an all-time high. The People panic. People say, you got to do something, you got to do something. And then they come in with their globalist uh, tracking and tracing and facial recognition, and we all know what this is going to lead to. Sooner or later, they're going to pull out that, damn chip, you know, you know what's coming. Um, So anyway, back to this article, gov. Excuse me, govtech.com says the city council, city council has unanimously approved the partnership with the penniless, pineless, whatever, county sheriff's office, which according to data from the FBI maintains a database that draws from over thirty-eight million photos of driver's driver's license photos, mugshots, and images taken by um taken by or provided to law enforcement from security footage. Most major law enforcement agencies in South Florida currently use facial recognition technology. Uh, says, essentially, this system is a face or biometric comparison tool used to assist in obtaining investigative leads by identifying persons of interest to law enforcement. According to a city memo, which added, it wouldn't cost the city any money to participate, the use of facial recognition. Technology has drawn scrutiny from civil liberties advocates and constitutional ex excuse me, constitutional law experts who have long warned about privacy concerns, as well as the potential for mistaken identities and abuse of the technology land. We know they're gonna abuse the technology, and you know who they're coming for. That's why they're collecting all this data, all this information. They're watching you online. Um, they're, they're damn sure going to abuse this technology. You can bet your damn money. Um, just look at what they're doing in China. Look at um, what this a-hole, um, uh, what's his name, Trudeau in Canada. Look at what they did to the bank accounts, of the truckers that were protesting the pop-shot mandate. So, you know, again, they're trying. They're still trying. They're still trying to push for their globalist agenda 2030. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. And they get to rule over you while you eat bugs. That is their plan. That is their plan. Um says the partnership was set to take effect in June. Boca Raton police say they first are reviewing their agency's policy on use of facial recognition technology, noting how there are limitations to how the program is used. That policy must be finalized and submitted to the panelists, panelists, However, you say this damn word, <laughs> county sheriff's office within ninety days under the terms of the of the partnership. Um. So, anyways, uh, it's going to ramp up. You got to pay attention to your local police departments, local sheriff. You know, you got to pay attention. Okay. Because these bastards are trying to uh, push these policies through. On the quiet tip, they're trying to push their agenda without making a lot of noise. And this is is in Florida, of all places. Good old freedom-loving Florida. All right? Red State, Florida. So if they're doing this in Florida, you can imagine what they're going to try to pull in New York or oh, in Los Angeles. Forget about LA. Forget about California, period. Let's just hand that over to communist China. Okay? Forget about it. Um. But I. I just... You know, I think about the fact that these people are pushing this mess through. And you had New York, the mayor of New York, talking openly about using drones to stop crime. They allowed these criminals, they released so many criminals during the pandemic. And now. They have the solution to the rising high, the the high uh, crime rate with, you know, Los Angeles, the, uh, the head of the police union in Los Angeles basically told tourists, people coming from out of town during the holidays, we can't keep you safe. You're on your own. People in San Francisco leaving their car, uh, their trunks open to allow, to not to allow, but to let the criminals know that they have nothing inside because there were so many carjackings. Problem, reaction, solution. They've created this problem on purpose, intentionally, so that they can come through They can offer you the solution and say, listen, you want to lower the crime rate? Are you scared for your life? Are you tired of being robbed, mugged? Here's the solution. The solution is facial recognition. We track and trace everyone. These people are sick. And unfortunately, there's a lot of unsuspecting People who don't understand that there is this thing, that there is this deep state that exists and that they have an agenda and they want to be your God and they want to track and trace and monitor your every move, your every uh, purchase of every item down to buying a Snickers bar. They want to know about it. They want to know everything you do. They want cameras inside your bathroom so they can see when you take a shit, okay? They want to know everything about you, period. That's what this is really all about, facial recognition. They've been doing it for years in China. And they're trying to see if they can push this garbage here in the United States of America. Pay attention. Watch your local governments.
0: Confessions from Pigeon Forge. Most people come because there's so much to do, but I come for the peace and quiet of the mountains. And the go-karts. Oh, and the bumper boats. Those are fun, too. The best part? That's tough. Mountain coasters were cool. The water slides were insane. But the pie at the old mill was epic. Confessions from Pigeon Forge. Visit MyPigeonForge.com to plan your trip today.